Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Two days ago, Green Party Councillor Hazel Chu tweeted that, and I'm going to quote her tweet, Immigration checks are just another way of racial profiling. It feeds into the far-right lies that people who are different are here illegally and are here to do harm. We are entitled to a safe place to walk, work and be ourselves. So, that's all I have written down. Off you go. The number is 087-188-0008. That would be enough just to get calls, to be honest with you, because um, I believe that can be race-baiting in some sense. Now, when we come to racial profiling, let's leave aside the tweet. Racial profiling in itself. Um, we profile all the time. As human beings, we, somebody comes in for an interview. Two people who are equally talented and equally qualified come into an interview. The interviewer profiles people. They try to decide what people are like. You go to the front door of a nightclub and there's a bouncer. He profiles you. You're walking down the street and you see people on one side and people on the other side. You look to see which side is safer to walk on, judging by what you see of the people. You could be completely wrong, but a lot of the time you're actually right, based on how they dress, their haircuts, how they talk. You can racially profile. And, you know, only 2020, about four years ago, Michael O'Leary um, was called, you know, basically agreed with racial profiling in airports, which is the most common form of racial profiling, by the way, is in airports, particularly after 9-11. At the time, the Ryanair chief executive, Michael Leary, had been criticised for apparent discrimination and encouraging fascists after he had said terrorists will generally be males of a Muslim persuasion. So that's what he said. Terrorists will generally be males of a Muslim persuasion. And he was accused of racism and discrimination. At that particular time, he was correct. That was after, of course, the, the tragedy of the Bastille Day in France and many others. And the people who carried out those atrocities... Not in every single case, but generally speaking, we're from a certain part of the world, they were Muslim, and they were male. So the idea is, if you're a Muslim, and you're male, and you're going to the airport, you are a lot likely, more likely to be stopped after 9-11, and after those terrorist attacks in France. That's just a fact of life. The Irish, of course, we were racially profiled when we went to the United Kingdom during the Troubles, when the IRA were planting bombs all over England. If you were an Irish person on a plane going to London and you were the only Irish person, you were going to get stopped and your bag was going to be searched. But I accept that because that's called security. And the same ways, for example, when you look at that programme, nothing to declare, the Australian one. Certain airlines from certain countries are stopped more or people are stopped more than others for drugs because places like Colombia, there's more drugs coming from Colombia than other places and are smuggled in from those type of countries. So they racially profile people. Racial profiling is a part of life. I mean, what Hazel Chu is talking about, for example, is, you know, racially profiling people on the streets or be it in a Chinese restaurant or an Indian restaurant or a foreign restaurant. We in Ireland don't really do that. We don't have squads on the street tracking people down. We probably should. But in America, for example, they have ICE. You might be familiar with ICE. You've heard about ICE. So they're a squad that literally go around looking for people who are illegally in the country. You often hear people saying about the Irish undocumented. They're looking over their shoulder all the time. The same in Britain. They have squads and they will regularly go into, say, the local Indian restaurant or Chinese takeaway where they will find illegal workers. Not all the time, but they will on many occasions find illegal workers or people who are working there illegally who have no right to remain in the country. And they're basically put on a, you know, put into a back of a van. A lot of the time they might be deported, but the times they might not be. It depends. They'll, they'll get their hearing, their fair hearing. But that's racial profiling. You know, I mean, it's pretty obvious, and I don't want to sound racist here, 
But it's pretty obvious that if you're white and living in Ireland, you're less likely to come from another country. Whereas if you're brown and living in Ireland, you are more likely to come from another country. Doesn't necessarily mean you're illegally in Ireland, by the way, can I just point out. And yes, that's really unfair on people who are innocently walking down the street. And I doubt very much, by the way, the Garda Sheikh Khan are going to start stopping people innocently. But if people come to their attention and they have the hallmarks of being an illegal immigrant, well, then they may be racially profiled. That doesn't necessarily mean the guards are racist or it doesn't mean these squads are racist. But maybe you think they are. Maybe you think racial profiling in itself is wrong because the majority, the vast majority of people from other countries who are walking through airports, be they Muslim males or whatever, are perfectly innocent people. So is racial profiling wrong? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Is racial profiling wrong? It, for the purpose of the, the argument, I think let's stick to the airports because that's the most common place that it happens. So it's 087-188-0008. You can WhatsApp or text right now. Is racial profiling wrong? Patrick, how are you doing? How are you doing? Good. Patrick, is it wrong to racially profile people? I wouldn't think so, because if you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so you know, yeah, so it, well, of course you have nothing to worry about because you don't have anything in your bags or whatever it is that you shouldn't have, unless it's a bit of duty free or something like that. Um, and if you're doing everything above the law and you're doing everything legally, like going through the proper channels to get into Ireland for work, visa, whatever, and you've done everything that you legally can do right, well, then you have nothing to worry about. It is a bit of an inconvenience if you're on a plane and you happen to be a black person and, you know, everybody else is white and you're stopped because they believe you might be from a country where you could be bringing in drugs or you could be a terrorist or whatever it is. That's a bit unfair, isn't it? That person feels a bit unfair, certainly. Well, probably. But, you know, I've worked with black people in the hospitality industry and all that here in Ireland and salty dirt, most of them, like, you know, it's just their small, maybe minority that... Paint them all with the one brush, maybe you know. Yeah, it is only a small amount of people that are illegally in the illegally in the country. Um, so when is it not right to racially profile? Is there any time it's not right to do it? No, it's really not the time, really, because like every country has their own set of rules, what they want in their country. And I mean, if a lot of white people go to a country in Africa where maybe ninety nine point five percent of the population are black. Will will they get suspicious and see a lot of white people turning up out of nowhere? Well, you so, may you, you may know. well be racially profiled depending on where you go. Absolutely, you could be. But you know, so it, and what about what Michael O'Leary said? Michael O'Leary said that you know when it comes to terrorists, they'll generally be males of a Muslim persuasion. Was he wrong to say well, that? Well, he wasn't wrong from the point of view of any of the attacks that we've came across or heard about London Bridge and all the ones that being of that persuasion. So, but but it's, a, it's a tiny percent of the Muslim population. Those who are radicalised and those who are terrorists, I know it only takes a small amount of people to do an awful lot of damage, but it is a tiny percentage of the Muslim population. Yet, at the time of around Bastille Day in France and even 9-11 at the time, you know, every Muslim was being looked upon as being a bad person, which wasn't the case. Oh, no, that was, that was like a bit OTT, all right, like, but you see, the thing is... Uh, Maybe there's countries like in France probably where they're, they're ghettoized maybe and they're not like integrated into society properly, you know, and then they're feeling marginalized or whatever and then they're just doing things that they shouldn't do then, like mm. as a rebellious act maybe, you know. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll stay there for a second. Let me go to Alan as well. Alan, hi. How are you doing? You're in Ireland's Classic Kids. Good night. How are you? You've got me humming now. 
Okay. I'm home and ice 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 baby after you talk about ice. I can't go ahead now. Ice ice baby. Yeah, well, look, go back to Michael O'Leary's comments. His comments were condemned as being Islamophobic, you know, and threatening community and relationships and all sorts of things at the time. He was accused of all sorts of things um, because he said that he believed racial profiling was fair. By the way, he never, he said that in the past as well, by the way. He's never changed his mind on that. He said it in the past that racial profiling was the fairest way to do things. Uh, but I think the data would back him up from what he's saying, and that's, but the truth, the truth is not lies. The truth is not hate speech. Mm. That's like if the truth, the truth speaks. The data tells you the truth, but then you follow the data. That's that's what it's always been. Like a forensic accountant follows the money. That's how they do their job, right? Like hate of you in fairness. She seems to have a lot of things to say. If she's not happy with this country, she's free to leave, right? Well, but she, we she, are but she's born here in fairness. You know what I mean? Let's but, not, yeah, but, but, but let's not get into. I don't. I don't want to talk. Right. About, well, I don't want to talk about Hazel Chew on the air. I just the only reason I'm talking about it is because you mentioned she me is, her profile. She is she is race bait, right? Well, it's exactly what she said. Okay. That's the first time she's okay. Well, 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 okay. well you, you you can accuse her of that if you want to, but I but in saying that, well, can, well, yeah. the, the the reason I'm talking about it is because she happened to mention racial profiling when it was suggested that the guards, you know, would profile people based, I suppose, or immigration checks. She said are just another way of racial profiling. Immigration checks are there for a reason. Well, not in Dublin Airport because you don't seem to be getting done. So you've been to the States. I've been to the States. Plenty of people listening to this program have been to the States, right? We have no issue filling out all the forms when it comes to going to the States, having all the checks done on your right. We have no problem with that, right? No problem. But, Jeff, when people want to come to this country, it's all right. No, 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 you don't need a passport. No, 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 you can't. That's racist. You check asking for a passport. It's nonsense. What we should immediately do in this country, and we take away the racial profile for a second, anyone comes to this country, when you book a ticket, must load a copy of your passport when you're booking the ticket. That means that Gardaí, which we're supposed to have already, can already see who's coming into the country and can already and, and do the checks they have to do there and then. Mm-hmm. Why was that system was supposed to be brought in, but wasn't well, well, That system exists because if you go to America, for example, and you know you book with Aer Lingus so or whoever, yeah. you just put your passport number in online. Yeah, but this was this was supposed to go into this country, but was not. I think Michael McDougall was the person at the time who was bringing it in, mm-hmm. which should be done. That means anyone comes to the airport, airport says, I haven't got a passport. Immediately scan their face, you look for the passport. Well, in fairness to Michael McDougall, he is quite outspoken at the moment in relation. I, I know yeah. he's only a senator now. He used to be the Minister for Justice at the time. but he And he's the one, by the way, who organised the referendum at the time to stop what they called the anchor babies, which was the, the thing back in yeah. 2002. But but in saying that, he is quite outspoken at the way or the lax way our immigration is being carried out at the moment. I wouldn't even call it lax. I, I call it utterly dangerous. I would call it non-existent, probably, actually. Non-existent. Yeah. Like, we had, there, there, was we a shocking, there was a shocking case in the paper the other day, uh, an individual who, they don't even know if it's his real name, so even, there's no point mentioning his name, claims to be a computer software engineer, which they don't even know. He claims he's from Indonesia, which they don't even know is true or not. Arrived in Dublin um, with no papers, no passport, no documentation, and the following day slashed a woman's face and left her scarred for life. But yet Hazel Chew would have you say. Well, I, that's nothing to do with Hazel Chew, okay? And what I'm but saying, what I know, what I'm saying to you is, is that how that's allowed to happen in general. Yeah, I, I 100 percent agree with you. This country, when it comes to immigration, this country is just an absolute joke, and people know that. People know that this country is a joke. The last terrorist attack that happened in the UK, that guy was living in Dublin, coming back and forth from Dublin, and the guard he hadn't even got a clue he was in the country, and he was given a passport because he married some Irish one. Like that's, that's ridiculous. And we go back to even the Ukrainian issue, right? The UK government called the Irish government saying, what you're doing is reckless, allowing all these people in without security checks. And Michal Martin, Ashford's grandad. Like, mm. at, what point, at what point 
there's a there's an either terrorist attack in the middle of Dublin before they actually cop on and do something. Protecting like the government at the moment is currently failing to protect its people with with this ridiculous immigration thing process. Like well, I, I think I think most people, including by the way, according to Red Sea poll, most Irish people believe we have gone too far and taken too many people in in such a short space of time without the proper checks and balances. But but yeah, in, well, checks and balances are there for a reason. I, I know I couldn't I couldn't agree with you more. And as I said, and I've said it numerous times before, if people want help, they come from a war torn country. We should try and help as many people as possible. But there's a limit to what we can do, and we also also have to take in our own national security into consideration. But getting back to racial profiling, Alan, we all profile. On a regular basis, but but is it wrong to profile people? Like for example, you're walking down the street and you meet a guy. You're in a pub and you meet a guy and he comes on. All right, Alan, how are you doing? How is things? So he's got a real thick Dublin accent. Where you meet another guy and he goes, ah, "Good afternoon, Alan. How are you?" So who do you trust most? Trust neither because you're constantly looking at both of them. That's what. That, so when you teach and <laughs> but people, but people profile based on that. They base yeah, profile on accents. They ba- they, you know, they base on pe- where people are from, the yeah, regions they're of from. Of course, yeah, of course you do. But but that that's human. That's that's in you. That's that's human to, to profile people. They look at like is someone here going to cause me danger? Is that flight or frightening in you? That's what it is. And I, I don't think we should take that away from people. It's there. It's built into everyone. And I guarantee it, it saves countless people from being caught up in certain things. Because you know you can hear what's going on. You thought, like, you know what? I'm actually not going to go go there. I'm going to step back and I'm going to walk away. But you, the, but so, in that situation, for example, you know, the guy with the Dublin accent could be the salt of the earth, and the other guy could be a thief. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? But, you, 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 but I, I said, look, I know maybe with those with those thick Dublin accents, right? If you were to hear them in a dark night somewhere, you'd be going, Jesus Christ, this lad going to do me in or something, right? And they are decent fellas, right? But again, people are allowed to look after their own safety. That means you've got to make a judgment call on someone. Isn't it better to make a judgment call on someone than than to end up stabbed, knife, shot, or whatever it may be? Yeah. So, if you're hiring someone, as you said earlier, you're looking at who's going to, who's going to fit the culture, who's going to add to your culture in the company, or who's going to be your problem. That's what you're doing constantly. Well, well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Kathleen. Kathleen, hi. How are you? Hello. Now. How are you doing, Kathleen? Um, yeah. I mean, do you do you uh, do you think racial profiling is wrong in in any way or shape or form? Uh, no, not when, no, not now you've explained it. I just joined you there a few minutes ago now. Not now that you've actually explained it because people, you know, I think that if it's if it's putting people, you know, they start somebody and they said they can do A, B, or C now and they can t- turn out. And if it, I don't know, you know, I, I think... Well, well let me give be, you an example. As Michael O'Leary yeah, says, that he said generally, you know, terrorists are males of a Muslim persuasion. That's what he said, not me. That's what he said. But yeah. here's the thing. 99% of Muslim males are not terrorists. So is it fair on the 99% who are not, well, I don't know the actual stat, but I'm pretty sure it's it's 99% aren't, because there's so yeah. many people in the world, are not terrorists. Is it fair on the other 99% that they get stopped regularly just because they happen to be a Muslim male? Well, when they're coming through immigration. Oh, like, when they go to immigration, to an airport or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. Is it fair? Yeah, they need to. Uh, I think I think it is. I think it is fair that they have to be stopped because I do agree that you know I'm from you know I'm from England, but I've been over here for twenty five years. But I do think there's so many foreigners in the country now now that you know it's frightening. But, you, but yeah, but you're, but you're a foreigner. Yeah, but you're a foreigner. Technically. Yeah, I yeah <laughs> technically yeah yeah I know that. But you see now. When I came here, I I got work straight away, and nobody owned a trained chef. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, nobody, it didn't, it didn't, 
affect me, thank God, you know. You know what it, you know what I mean? It didn't really affect me, but um I just think that at this stage of the game I'm not saying that anything wrong with Muslims, no. There are of course some good Muslims, but I I think it begs belief really now. Maybe Maybe I'm saying it wrong. I mean, I don't know, but I, I just think that. Okay, well, here, well here's it, a text. You know. Let me just read out this text for both of you. It says... Yeah, uh, okay. uh, And Alan as well. It says, um, I think, I'm not too sure it's fine, but anyway, it says, um, your white privilege is showing, Niall. My husband is black oh. and has been stopped on the street by the Guardi several times over the years where they have asked him for his visa and papers. My husband is Irish. How many times have you been randomly asked for proof uh, for the right to walk down the street in the middle of the day. Uh, I know well, well, I've never been. No, I mean, hold on. No, is, that, is that not a fair point? Just because his skin is black doesn't necessarily mean he's not Irish. So how many, so for many yeah. people coming to this country illegally, maybe, but are probably coming from Africa, whatever that number is, right? So is it not fair for the Gardaí then to check those people? So Well, well, well no, I suppose in that, in that sense... I understand that we're talking about people just in the middle of the day. Now, if you come to the guard's attention, for example, let's say, for example, you are caught, you know, committing a crime, well, then the guardie would be perfectly within the rights to say, well, hold on, are you actually here illegally? Do you have a visa? Whatever. Okay. But in this situation where you're literally walking down the street, do you think the guard should have a right to stop you and say, um, are you here? Are you Irish? Are you here illegally or illegally? Or do you think the guards have a right to do that? I'm not suggesting they would. They do, but I think it's only when they come to somebody's attention. But but are you saying they have a right to do that, Alan? Uh, yes, I do. Does I that do not seem unfair to you? Does that not, so because you're just being stopped because of the colour of your skin? They've been stopped because the guardian have a reason to stop them. I think they're uh, well, what's the reason? The colour of your skin? Half past the guardian. No, 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 no. I'm, ask, I'm asking you. So, so taken on board and taken as truth what this woman is saying about her husband... So he's well, walking there, he's walking down I'm Grafton Street and he's black and he gets stopped by a guard and the guard says, Sorry, sorry for a second, can I just see are you here legally? Do you have a visa? That 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 would seem completely wrong, wouldn't it? Just because he's black. No, I don't I think the guard the guardian well, if the guardian wants to stop someone, they can stop whoever they want, right? That's that's their yeah. job, right? And I would prefer they stop whoever they well, want. Well there right? is yeah, but there is rules around what they can and but can't do, by the way. They can't they the can't comments, just do whatever they the want. Comments, about this, this white privilege nonsense, like just, just like that is utter nonsense. When I mean, you start your conversation yeah. with white privilege, will you go on? Uh, you're white in a white country, like, it's, like, what do you expect? No, that's ridiculous. Like, I agree with you. Well, I, I suppose, I suppose, if, if you lived in a country that was predominantly black, for example, in South Africa or somewhere like that, you would have black privilege, probably. You could, no, you, you could you argue. Actually, no, you wouldn't lie because you wouldn't be allowed to say the word black privilege because you would be racist for saying the word black, black, black privilege. Guarantee it 100%. Well, no, I'm just I'm saying. Trying you to divide and conquer now. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm, so I'm you, better, you know, so both of you think it's reasonable. On. So both of you think it's reasonable to stop someone <clears throat> because of the color of their skin. Now, I, I talked well, about. I mean, how often does it happen now? Now, how much? Well, it happens a lot in airports. Happen? It happens in airports. It happens. Well, in airports, yeah, because that because they have a job to do now. And how many times, Alan, have we look at the American police, for example, right, as an example? Maybe we shouldn't be looking at them for an example. But how many times have we seen American police videos online of American police stopping people in their cars and giving them a hard time just because they're black? Mm-hmm. And how many times do we have the police stop, stop, stop people and they don't do anything? There's no one getting any hassle, no one getting anything at all. Oh, I'm so sure that happens all, too, yes. Yeah, but, see, but, let's not talk, but let's not talk about those pieces, right? We can always tell a story when, when, you want to, when you've got an agenda to push, right? You can always find something to back up your story. Listen, I got stopped going through uh, JFK, right? I had no issue with that. 
No issue whatsoever. If the immigration officer's question, I'll answer his question. No problem with that whatsoever. But, uh, but uh, let, me, let me give you an example. I, I was going back many, many years ago. I was uh, out with a friend of mine, and I can't remember where we were. And he turned around to me, and I didn't think he was racist, but clearly he is. Uh, he turned around, and he seen this black guy in a white BMW. And he said to me, he says, would you look at that? He says, how can asylum seekers afford cars like that? Right? And I looked at him, I said, sorry? He said, how can asylum seekers afford cars like that? I said, how do you know he's an asylum seeker? Maybe he's a doctor. Maybe he's a lawyer. Maybe he's a, he's a barrister. Why, why are you assuming that he's an asylum seeker? Because of the colour of his skin. That's what it, that, well, he didn't say that to me, but that's the reason why he was yeah. assuming that. Do you understand what I'm saying? But he's just an idiot tonight. But you're always going to get idiots no matter where you go, right? But but you're that's that's profiling as well. That's a guard, a guard, yeah, but it is profiling. But the guard are entitled to do the job, and they've got a job to do, right? I would rather they stop people and check people who they are, right? And they want to stop. Well, me it's like Nazi like, German. Well, that, right? I mean, you can get. I mean, don't get me wrong, Alan. I've agreed with a lot of what you said tonight, but you don't want to go down the road of Nazi Germany, where you know, show me your papers. No, but the guard, the guardian are not going to be out in every street corner, right, checking people if five people no, walk by them. That's not going to happen. And when the guardian are out walking around, right, they might come across them and I go, I actually have word who this guy is, right? They stop no issue with that. as well, don't Okay, well, sorry, sorry, I one more time. Sorry, Kathleen, you want to say something there, Talon, go ahead. Yeah, I, I mean, I was walking, you know, I live in the inner city, right, and I noticed that there was two guards and they were stopping these young fellas and they weren't doing anything, but they were also known to the, to the guard because they were probably thought they were dealing or something. You know, that's the way now. Mm. I mean, you know, I, I, so, I, mean, I don't know. I understand what you mean. And Alan, I agree with both of you in relation to the words white privilege. I don't accept that all the time. But, no, but, but, but what, I, what I do accept is I don't know what it's like to be in the situation where you would be stopped for the colour of your skin because I'm white living in a white country. So I, in predominantly a white country. No. So, I, so I don't know what that feeling is. I don't, you understand what I'm saying? Like, it's important that we're, we don't blow this up into something that it's not right. And we, we seem to want to go after the Americanism on everything, what the Americans do, right, and, and really drive this message home. The guardians are stopping someone, they're stopping someone for a reason, right? And they may be walking on the street and come across them and go, we're going to check this guy. I have no problem with that. That goes back to community policing. Or, or guardian knowing who's, who's but, who. But do you not need a reason? Point. Do you not need a reason to stop somebody? I mean, we'd be the very ones if young kids, 16-year-olds, were being randomly stopped just because they happen to be from Finglas or Ballyfermot or whatever. You know, we'd be the very ones to say, well, that's wrong because that teaches them not to like the Garda Shia Khan and, you know, and it, it encourages bad behaviour. So, you know, you want to be fair to people. Like the guards, by the way, the, there is rules and regulations around why they can stop people and why they can't stop people. So they, don't, it's just, they can't just suddenly stop everybody and search them. You're not allowed to do that. It's a the, reason. The, the, guardian, the Guardian never, never just stop every Tom, Dick and Harry. And so search. what's the reason? That doesn't, doesn't happen in this country, right? So, jo so Johnny's walking down the road and he has, well, hang on, Johnny's walking down the road and he has black skin and the guard decides to stop him and ask him, is he legally in the country? What The guard must stop you on suspicion of something. So what's the suspicion? The suspicion you're, of having black skin? You're, you're, saying, you're, you're saying, right, they're going to stop going to stop someone just say, are you here, are you here legally, right? The guy could be walking head down, hold up the, the straps, pulled on the hood to keep his head down, walking by the guards. And my guards are going, hmm, that's a bit odd. What's this, what's this guy's story? What's the problem with that? Okay, well, stay, well, stay, well, well, hang on, stay there for a second. Let me go to Stephen as well. Stephen, hi, you're on Ireland's Classic It's Radio. Hi, uh, hi Stephen. I, 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 tur I turned on the radio and was listening to the conversation, and it was just like, I, it's like, let's bring in racial profiling. 
and as your researcher told me, that is the actual question that he's discussing. What mad idea did who thought who thought that's a good idea to let on Garda Shikana, uh you know, force forcefully stop somebody because they're a different colour skin? You know? As you said, the the Gardaí do kind of target people uh based on where they're from, so like Satalo or the inner city and things like that. Um, they already do that. They already are watching, in inverted commas, suspicious people, you know, but they're you and me and everyone walking down the streets. Somebody walking with their hood up and their drawstrings closed is not necessarily a suspicious thing. There's no justification to stop somebody just because they have their hood up, you know? Mm-hmm. What do you think, and I mentioned the most obvious racial profiling we'll ever see is in an airport, and Michael O'Leary admitted that the majority of terrorists are male Muslims, and for that reason, they will be racially profiled. Now, he was accused of discrimination. He was accused of all sorts of things, of his being Islamophobic. But he said, that's the fact, he said, you have to understand. And his very words were, he said, terrorists will generally be males of a Muslim persuasion, and that's why they get stopped. Now, that's not fair on the other 99% of of Muslim males who are not terrorists. But, But is he right to say, you know, when you're talking about national security, is he right, and is Alan right to say, well, then, unfortunately, that's just unfortunate for the people who are not terrorists or the people who are not illegal immigrants. They have to take the good with the bad. It is unfair to everybody, regardless of whether they're fucking terrorists or not, or whether they're a male Muslim, you know. Like, that's, it's really just appealing to the lowest common denominator of the argument and kind of going, oh, let's just keep an eye on all the guys with beards and, you know, slightly darker skin, you know, let's just keep an eye on them and ignore, you know, somebody walking through the, the airport with a knife in their pocket, but they're white, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's, it's the lowest common denominator fucking argument that... Yeah, but, but in, oh, relation, yeah. in relation yeah, to the Michael... Now, don't get me wrong, I've disagreed with some of what Alan said, but in relation to the Michael O'Leary argument, when you're talking about national security on an airline, and an airline obviously is probably one of the most dangerous places you can be if the wrong person's on it, because there's no way off. But that was at a time when we've had 9-11, it was at a time where we had Bastille Day just after Fra- France, and they had the terrorist yeah. attacks, London Bridge, and every one of those atrocities was carried out by a male Muslim. So I said that's what Where he frankly, was based you could, you could his argument on. Yeah, he, he got away with it because in the last couple of years, uh, it was all male Muslims or people that had been converted to Islam, you know, mm. and radicalized through the internet. So Because the, there were a good few white British people that were uh, responsible for some of those attacks. Yeah, but they were radicalized, you know? yes. Yeah, so... I would rather knowing I would rather knowingly walk through an airport knowing that somebody is looking at me just as suspiciously as they are with Mohammed or you know somebody from Zimbabwe or something like that. You know, I would it, that's what they should be doing. This idea of going, well, it's these three percent of the population that are going through the airport every day that we really have to keep an eye on. And sure, well, you know, Stephen over there and Niall over there, ah, they look all right. You know. They're, they're Irish. Sure. They're, they're Irish and they're white. They're grand. You know? yeah. yeah, exactly. Whereas, Everyone you know, in an airport has been looked at suspiciously. Everyone in an airport has been looked at suspiciously, and that's the way it should be. And so right? they should that's be. How, that, yeah, that's the thing. So it's not just black people in an airport. Yeah, but, 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 I, but Alan, you are more likely. There's no doubt about it. You're more likely to be stopped. Say, and I watched that program, Nothing to Declare, the Australian one, right? 
And they will admit that there's certain flights from certain countries, like Vietnam, Colombia, mm-hmm. places like that, where they will stop more people for drugs, you know, they're to search their bags. Yeah, they're drug routes. So, but, they're no, they're but no most of them are innocent people. Most of them haven't got any yeah. drugs on them, and they're quite innocent people. I'm not. I'm coming from Ireland. I'm not going to get stopped. But no, I can have a ki- I can have a kilo of cocaine up my hole, and I'm probably not going to no, get stopped. No, I guarantee. I guarantee you, you will get stopped, right? Because if you watch them, right, they do stop people, a number of people, and innocent people, right? Or people not on them, and that's just to show that someone coming through is not purposely being picked out, and all of a sudden does a runner or something, right? So that's what they're doing. They're 100. Actually, we can actually do with some Australian immigration rules and those guys in this country than the nonsense we do have in Dublin Airport, right? I've been through Sydney Airport. I've been checked. I've been pulled over and had my bag taken apart and checked. I don't give a crap because I'm not breaking any laws. I've nothing illegally with me. So if they want to search my bag, you know what, lads? Have at it. I'll take a seat here and let me know when you're finished. But they are entitled to go after people who are coming from known drug routes because here's your thing, night, right? When you're going to Australia, you, you, your, your passport is already loaded to the system, right? You have all these details on the system. So they're profiling people going, okay, here's a person traveling by themselves. They just travel from this country to that country. They spend 20 hours and now they're arriving in Australia, right? That's what the, the profiling they all do. Why don't we have that in Dublin Airport? We should have it. So in fairness, I take my hat off to the Australian Immigration Service and all the, the other guys that have worked in the airport. Well, they've been accused, but Australia, right. the Australians and the Australian Immigration Service have been accused of racism in the past. By who? By the way they've treated people, based on where they come from and their skin colour. Uh, no, I'm, no, I'm just telling you, they have been accused of racism. They have, but because a lot of their practices force them offshore. They, they stop boats coming from Thailand and things like that to, because once they land in Australia, they're an Australian problem. But if you stop them getting on shore, then you can, you can you know, keep them off and send them away again, you know? That, so there is, there is admittedly a, a racist element to it. What's wrong with that? Look, Australia, so, again, Australia has that when you go to Australia, right, it's basically they look at you and make sure you're not going to be a burden on the taxpayer of Australia, right? That's what they look at. So they see people come to the country who are going to be a burden on the taxpayer, and that's the way it should be. The people of the country must come first before anybody else. I mean, right? I, I, okay, well, hang on. Stephen, Stephen, it would be fair to say in all aspects of life, we profile people on a regular basis, don't we? Everybody by the by the first look we take at them, we're programmed to do it to figure out whether or not we're. And is it wrong to do that? Because we, because we are right. Are, are, they always say follow your gut, you know. And your gut instinct a lot of the time is correct, isn't it? Yeah, but at the same point, if it's if your initial thought is then clouded by the fact that that person looks Muslim or that person looks black or that person's a woman or that person's trans or that person's gay or whatever it is, now all of a sudden you're you're clouding that judgment with a whole set of preconceived notions that have been sent around to make you... A, but a stereotypes, yeah, but stereotypes, yeah, but stereotypes you know? are there for a reason. Stereotypes, mm-hmm. people, you know, the, the, the whole idea yeah, of... Hang on a second. Mm-hmm. Hang on a second, though, because the big argument against a lot of the men going into... Uh, what effectively is direct provision. They're going into, uh, forget the name of it now that they're calling it, but I'm going to call it direct they're, yeah. they're in protection or whatever it is, but they're in direct provision and they'll be stuck there for decades easily. But the whole argument was, oh, we don't want a load of black single men because we're afraid of the, for the women and children. 
I rarely because now. Now, to be fair, and to, okay, and you're right, Stephen. They're not all rapists and murders and paedophiles, obviously. And I, by the way, I rarely hear the word black use. I hear foreign, single men. Niall, yeah. Niall, 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 like, see, we're, we're confusing issues, right? Again, so if a woman has a concern about, or women have a concern about, fifty people are being like, first of all, we the tea shop who told us there's no single men coming to the country, right? Which is utter bullshit, right? Then we see these busloads of men being put into places. If women, now, you might get some idiots, right, that jump on the back of that, right, stir shit. That's always going to happen. But here we go again, right? We're, we're saying that women can't be concerned, or parents can't be concerned, that a load of men are being put into areas, the back end of Clare, the back end of second Baltimore and Cork, or wherever it may be, right? It's grand. These lads are, we don't know who they are. We may not have some proper immigration check because they have no passport, but it's all right, have at it. Now, we have a number of instances in this country where failed asylum seekers have gone on to rape women, right? They're there, they're on the books, and, and those people are in jail, right? So, so don't start this nonsense that people don't have the right to do that. They are 100% have the right, again, to be protected the right in their own country. Not to judge an entire group of people based on a couple of single factors that they're from another country and there are a lot of men in a place on their own. There's a the lot of men of from other countries moving around the inner city. It's a scam. It's Most not. Time, don't it's don't it's bullshit yourself. Scam. Never mind bullshit it's an me. It's scam, right? Hang on, hang on a second, right? That, so, to look at this, you have to look at this whole thing from 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 umbrella point of view, right? And here's the bullshit. These guys are so concerned, right, to get out of the country and to leave all their wives and, and, and sisters and, and mothers and everything else behind them, right? Bullshit. What, the, the whole of this bullshit leads to family unification, and that's where the other, the other nonsense is part. So when they get to this country and they're allowed to stay here, then they start applying to bring all their family here with no limits on those numbers. But well, personally speaking, if it was me, by the way, I was leaving the country, I wouldn't leave my family behind. Anyway, oh, but, that, that's, but, that, but that's a whole other argument. So I, I, I want to go back, Stephen. When you're walking down the road, Stephen, for example, you yourself personally, right? Uh, late night, Saturday night, you, you come out of a pub, you might have a couple of drinks on you, and you're walking down the street, and the example I gave earlier on is on one side of the street, there's three lads, T-shirts on, the little crew cuts, Arnie, what's the story? And on the other side of the street, there's three lads look like they're from D4 wearing nice suits, rugby tops or whatever, I don't know. All right, James, how are you? Which side of the street are you going to walk on? So that not that the type of profiling we do naturally? Sorry? Whatever side of the street I'm already on, because I'm not going to be bothered by either of them. I'm not going to be looking at the three lads from the north of the city, and I'm not going to be looking at the three lads from D4. I don't care. Neither of them are going to fucking bother me anyway. And if they did bother me, then that's what the Gardaí are for. But are you are you telling me that you don't take precautions? That you don't profile in that respect? Are you there? Are we, have you lost your Stephen? Yeah, no, 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 I'm here. I'm just, I'm just thinking because it is a bit of a nonsense to say that I wouldn't. Because, as I said, we judge everybody the moment we see them. But at the same point, I'm not going to... I'm not going to suddenly walk across the street from the three lads from the North Inner City. Stay there just for a second if you can. Let me just go to Angelina. Okay, well, hang on. Angelina, hi. How are you? Hey, Niall. Hey, yeah. I'm good. What do you want to say, Angelina? To be honest, I think this whole border control thing is actually really stupid. Like, I don't think if we had any borders, we wouldn't have any problems at all. Like, I think because there's borders, oh, there's Jesus no borders, Christ. That's what everyone fights over everything. What? You know what I'm saying? Are you saying, Angelina? You don't believe countries that should have border patrols? No, no. None at all. So it should just be a free for all. We should all just roam from one country to another. 
that's the way it should be, though. Like, was there ever border controls when the earth was first here? No, but I imagine that we're a lot more civilised and understanding of security now. And we didn't have the population then. We have 8 billion people on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are not so nice. Some people are very nice. And that's why yeah. we have border controls. But, like, if you want to go somewhere, you should be allowed to go somewhere. You are allowed. You can go anywhere you want to go, generally speaking. Where do you want yeah, to go, Angelina? There's so many restrictions. Like, if I wanted to go to Australia tomorrow, I can book the flight, but I won't be necessarily allowed to let in. Well you, well, you will if you're going on holidays. There's no problem at all, unless you've committed a crime. But if I wanted to move over there. But that's because they have, an, they have an economy. And if you've nothing to add to their economy and you're going to be a drain on their system, well, then you're not really welcome. That's the way most countries work. But it doesn't make sense to me at all. Why doesn't like, it make sense? Why should the Australian... Well, let's say, for example, you're unskilled. And you, you do, let's say, for example, you don't even want to work, right? And you decide to go to Australia. Why should the Australian taxpayer have to pay for you? They shouldn't. So that, isn't that the purpose of having a border? And maybe you're dangerous. I don't know, Angelina. You could be a dangerous person. No, I wouldn't consider myself dangerous. Well, you're probably not. I'm just saying you could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So countries have to have borders. Oh, jeez, we're dealing with this. Is no, great. but like everyone should just love each Three other and here. go to whatever country. Everybody they should just love each other. Flower power, yeah. is that what you're talking about there now? Yeah, yeah. No, not necessarily. I just mean, like, everyone should be civil and just go wherever they want to go. I don't even think Stephen would agree with that. Um, by the way, Stephen, do you believe in open borders? Well, Europe is effectively an open border country. We can, we can go to the continents without... I don't think you need to show your passport to, to get you, into an airport in the continent. Well, you're, you're technically not supposed to have to show your passport, but unfortunately, every airline demands it. So, unfortunately, right. yeah. You can't even go... But you believe you can't even go from Northern Ireland to England without having a passport, which is stupid. You know what I mean? But mm. but well, the airlines the airlines are the ones to, to, that dictate that. It's not the actual countries. Yeah. So well, I mean, it's, it, you, should, you should have to prove that you, you're, you are the person whose name is on the ticket. Yeah, well, they, yeah. well, initially when we did the whole EU thing, it was meant to be that you could go anywhere within Europe and just use your driver's license if you wanted to. But then, then it started, yeah. you know, Ryanair said, oh, no, we're not accepting driver's license. We need a passport. And then, of course, Aer Lingus said the same thing as well. So all of a sudden, then it was passports, you know. Anyway, that's beside the point. But Angelina believes that you should be free to move around the world, go to whatever country you want and work wherever you want. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, I think that's totally fair. Do you? completely fair like what like why should the government stop me from going somewhere without a passport if i just want to travel you so know? you don't even need a passport is what you're saying no like i think i should just be allowed to go and everyone else like you as well now right, well i'm quite happy where i am at the moment so i don't particularly want to go but there you go but i but i should be allowed to there you go alan open oh, bo- open borders do you not think that's fair well like oh my god i'm a global citizen Fuck all the rules and do whatever we want. Yeah. Uh, how long will that last? How long will that last? How long will that last before someone fucked it all up? Like, just ridiculous. Maybe nonsense. we should just be allowed to rob each other and kill each other. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's that's not I mean, there has Stephen. She's just said you don't. She shouldn't even have to have a passport. As long as you're, no, as long. You're not, what she's saying is, as long, hang on. What she's, what you're saying, what I think you're saying at least is that. As long as you're a law-abiding citizen, you should be able to go wherever you want. Yes? You, well, I think she's taking it a step further than that. Yeah. 
do you not think all these rules and regulations and all these things that we live by day to day, do you not think that's what makes people crazy and break those rules? But there has to be some rules no. and regulations, Angelina. You can't just have a free-for-all. But, like, you, but you do realise, Angelina, there's, there's some people in the world who are not so nice yeah. and not so trustworthy. You know, that's why know when that's why when you come home from your holidays, they look at your passport, look at your picture, they might scan us and check who you are. Just to make mm-hmm. sure that you're not somebody who's a criminal from another country. Yeah, well like I, yeah. But yeah. to be honest, I don't I don't really agree. Like if the criminals want to leave Ireland, they can leave Ireland. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, well maybe I wouldn't disagree with that in in fairness. I don't know why you're laughing. Oh, well, I'm it. laughing because I believe the idea of it, Angelina, is quite nonsensical. I can understand Stephen's argument. I'm stuck be- in the middle between Stephen and Alan. I don't necessarily agree with all racial profiling, but I certainly don't agree with open borders. No, I think it's so fair. I think the government doing all these borders and everything, I think it's what makes people crazy and people commit crimes. Okay, let me, well, hang on, well, hang on, just before we go to the break, let me just go to James as well. James, hi, how are you doing? You're on Ireland's Classic Gets Radio. How are you, Noel? How you doing, James? Angelina has come on with a wealth of information there. I know, Angelina, though, you know, it's a pretty idea. Don't put it, don't knock it, you know, until you've tried it. Peace and love, man. It is a pretty idea. Peace and love, man, where's me pink glasses? You know, me flower power jacket from the 70s. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we all, all love each other I love you James I love you Stephen I love you Angelina we all just love you each know, other they all have a group hug man <laughs> you know man and Alan sorry don't leave Alan out there love him that's because your line wasn't lit up on my screen at the time sorry I do apologise sorry James what do you want to say quickly well as you know I've travelled the world and the seven seas been in many, many countries all over the world. But, and they used to stop me quite a lot because of my passport photograph and because I was Irish, especially when I was coming back into the UK. And I never, I, I got over it very quickly because I said to myself one time, and especially after the Hyde Park bombings, I said to myself, if it stops somebody else getting hurt, it's worthwhile. Take it on the chin, chin up, keep on going. And I was actually in Manchester Airport. I was coming through Manchester Airport from America. And I'm stopped there because I had a Rolex watch on my wrist. Right, okay. And after they'd completely searched me and gone through my bags and all the rest, I said to the young fella, and he was about my own age, I said, what was that all about? He said, Paddy shouldn't have a Rolex watch. <laughs> all right. He must, <laughs> he must be up to no good if he has a Rolex yeah. watch. Yeah. But well, see, there, well, there was a time, James, you, I, and I'll say this to Stephen as well, you know, I, because I don't, I think Stephen is a bit younger, uh, although I don't accuse him of being too young. But there was a time, of course, Irish people were in this very position because during the troubles mm. in Northern Ireland, if you were an Irish play, person on a flight, you know, back to London, you know, you were the one who was going to be stopped. But I, and yeah. Stephen, I understood that completely because at the time there was Irish people planting bombs all over England. So I understood yeah. that and I accepted that. Yeah, no, it, 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 James did make a good point, and it, it's kind of made me ponder the whole second argument a little bit better. But at the same point, this is the whole, the, if it stops somebody else getting James, away with it or James, getting hurt, I, I, it makes sense. I would sense. say to you, is, is, it, is it worth the safety of many or the discomfort of the few? 
the inconvenience of the few. Mm. Yeah, that's that's fair, Richard. Mm. So sometimes but you have I to still take these have, things. St- Sorry, go on. Sometimes you have to take these things on the chin, especially when you when you've been on the earth as long as myself and Niall had. A very happy birthday, Niall. It's my birthday this week. Well, it's, well, no, it's not, don't age me yet. It's not for another two weeks, but go on. Yeah. <laughs> You're putting it off as long as you can. I'm 60, <laughs> God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> the Zimmer frame, Niall, the Zimmer frame. <laughs> but it, no, it, it, it is a case of like, what has happened has happened. I mean, when you're in an aircraft, the captain and the cabin crew are in, you know, they're responsible for your safety. The airline is responsible for your safety when you get onto that airline. You are wrapped in, up in a little tubular box for a couple of hours. You know what I they mean? They can't just so chuck you out. Have... Yeah, they can't call the guards and just chuck you out. Like Exactly, yeah, yeah. Unless they get down a little bit low and somebody does open the door. <laughs> but it, it, it's, 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 you know, it is, it's a case of, I've been through it, I've been, you know. Yeah, but, but go, going back to you... the argument from the very start, now here in Ireland, obviously, we have an issue with immigration. We have many people who come into the country over the last, you know, year in particular. And and the according to a Red Sea poll, the majority of Irish people believe that we've allowed too many people into the country unchecked. And, and that would be fair to say. I, I don't think anyone would disagree that there's something wrong when we're letting people no, into no, a country I, with no, I, I, with no I, passports and no documentation. But here's the thing. Yeah, no, is, I, I, but is I it fair, to... James, to stop somebody on the street, for a guard, let's say, to stop somebody on the street just because of the colour of their skin or their nationality and say, oh, are you here legally? Have you got a visa? Have you got papers? Can you show me? I don't, I don't think it happens in this country because most of the guards would be, you know, younger people and they're... They've grown up in a multicultural society, so they sort of, if they had some other reasonable suspicions, they're entitled to, and it's for the, the it's for the safety of many, not just a few. And I, I think as well is that the, the problem with immigration into this country is, and I speak to an awful lot of people from all over the world that live in this country, and they're a bit worried about what's happening there as well. I mean, you have a situation there where people are coming in from the Ukraine. They should be women and children or older people or people that are injured or stuff like that. But instead, you have a whole lot of people coming in from places like Georgia, dumping their passports and just walking in the door. You can't have that. And then you have other people that, that you know, that, 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 that are sounding off about everything and, you know, that, that, who are racist. There is, right? There's clearly racists out there, yeah. Yeah, yeah there, are, there are assholes that you will meet. And... You know, they're using that as a stick then to be decent, ordinary people who are legitimately here and that are working. You know what I mean? We have a huge community of people who have come out from outside the country and we would have no doctors and things like that only for them. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. and But even they are waving the flag at this age saying there's a problem. And there is a problem and something's got to be done about it. But this government are so lax and so fucking stupid that they can't seem to get anything together. Anything. Okay, we ju- just, all, we just before we go to the break. It's just if they're afraid okay, to open I, their mouths about anything. Okay, because I, I just want to go to Stephen because obviously Stephen leans slightly to the left. Um, by the way, I don't wish you with that. I, I love everybody's opinion. But Stephen, would you accept that at the moment we're making mistakes when it comes to immigration in Ireland? Oh, absolutely. Like, where possible, anyone coming into the country for international protection or, you know, fleeing a war-torn country or persecution or anything like that should be checked as much as possible. Uh, 
Um, Should people with no documentation and no passports be turned around and put back on the next plane to where they came from? Not necessarily, because what what we're doing with them at the moment is we're locking them up in direct provision centres. Well, we're not locked. No, they're not. They're they're not locked up anywhere. They're they're free to come in and come and go. They're also not allowed out. Oh, they are allowed out. But the majority of the majority of people now that have been in the country, even a lot of the Ukrainians now are very well integrated into Absolutely. the areas that they're in. They're but but, but if, I, they if I come from a non-EU country with no documentation, no passport, I claim asylum at Dublin Airport, I'll be interviewed by the guards for an hour or so, yeah. then I'm put in a taxi and sent to some direct provision centre, some accommodation, City West yeah. or whatever it is. I'm free to come and go. There's, there's nobody going to check me. And even three months later, if they find out who I am and they manage to find out who I am and I'm told I don't have the right to remain, I'm handed a deportation order and nobody brings me to the airport and sends me home, I'm told to go home on my own. I mean, it is a bit of a mess of a system. I wouldn't argue that it's... I would, I would, I would wholly agree with you on that because it's, it's, it's another Irish solution to, to a massive fucking problem. The Gardaí do not have the power to stop you just to ask your, okay. for your passport. And, 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 and finally, sorry, and I'll come back to you in a second, James, but, but finally, Stephen, in relation to, say, ICE in America or the squads they have in the UK, the immigration squads, who will raid a Chinese takeaway or an Indian restaurant or whatever it is mm. looking for illegal workers and people who are in the country illegally, do you think that's fair? That's, that's racial profiling. Is it fair? We should have some. It is racial profiling. I, but... They, they shouldn't be allowed to commit the raid. They wouldn't get authorization unless there was a certainty that they're going to catch somebody. They wouldn't get authorization for it, and yeah, nor yes, should they get authorization for it. I would agree with you there, but you've got to look at this in another way, that there's a lot of people who are abusing people that are coming from outside the country that have no documents because they're in forced labour. They're used as slaves. Mm. Slavery is now Absolutely. a big issue. Yes, of course, yep. Yeah, because they yeah, can't re- because no, because they can't report them. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's it's usually and they, these people be living seven in a room. Can you imagine with one toilet or no washing facilities and mm. you know it's a, so it's a case of that a lot of these people that have no documents are being abused as well. So you know you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta look. You gotta okay. see. Okay. You have but, to keep your eyes open. If that's what policing is all about. Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hit.